Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation, and a little bit under the weather, struggling a bit. Chris Bizignano, folks. Yeah, what's up, bud? Oh, man. Um, no, it's not the coronavirus, but <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, man. Um, got off the golf course Monday afternoon. I haven't been the same since. I don't know if it's anything to do with my game in golf or what, but from Tuesday morning on, um, the flu has been kicking the crap out of me, man. And I finally starting to get through it a little bit now, but woof. Funny story, Jerry. I'm in the doctor's office, you know? Yeah. And I never get sick. I really don't. Right. So I'm sitting there, and she comes back. She, they take tests. I'm like, uh, yeah, so what's the story? She goes, ah, oh, yeah, you got the flu. I'm like, that's impossible. She goes, what? Now she looked at me like I'm a total buffoon, you know? She goes, what do you mean it's impossible? I said, I don't get sick. She goes, well, I'm sorry to inform you, Superman. Guess what? You got the flu. I said, you, you just, you, that's impossible. I said, that can't be, you know? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it sucks getting old there, bud. It sucks getting old. Well, I could say yeah. this. You sound, you know, you guys are going to say he sounds pretty bad. You sound one thousand percent better than you did. Uh, what was it? Eight hours ago when I called you. So yeah, yeah. I went from a flame in my chest, my throat was swollen. Anyway, yeah, bad one for me, man. I haven't had a flu like this in a long, long time. But Jerry, to get off the subject of the flu and stuff like that, uh, and just to get off the subject of a little football, I have to, you know, reach. I have to, man. Watch the Rangers last night. <laughs> yeah, and, boy. And I tell you what, man. Uh, the Zibinijad yeah. game last night with the five goals was one of the best I've seen in yeah. a long, long time, dude. So I want to give you a little props for your boy Minka. Um, <laughs> you know, I've seen Gretzky five goal games. I remember Gwayne did like six one game, and I think the last ones were like empty netters, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, I even go back to I remember when Dallas Sittler scored seven in one game wow. back in the seventies. Um, but last night your boy Minka. To top it off with that breakaway, going to the backhand, going yeah. up top, yeah, yeah. Um, quite, quite a performance from that guy. And Jerry, I know you're probably going to call me a buffoon. And Ranger fans are listening. I'm going to say this guy's a buffoon, but right now he's better than Panarin on the Rangers. Oh no, you're right, you're right. And I can't. And he's missed 13 games. He's got like 37 goals, right? And guys, we'll get to football real quick, but. Uh, you know, uh, no hmm. secret, I'm a big Ranger fan. I knew what was going to happen. I knew they were going to drop two to that team in Philly. I just, I knew it because it's Philly and we're New York and they beat us. And that's what it is. And until some team in New York can kind of turn that, that's, just, that's the situation. So they had a tough game against St. Louis and they came back last night to beat the Capitals the way they did. Uh, Mika Zibanejad was ridiculous. They traded Broussard to get him, which is still unreal. I mean, I remember when they traded Broussard, I'm like, who's the hell, who the hell is Zibanejad? Uh, but what a, you know, it's another trade that they made that uh, it's really working out as a young guy who's going to, um, he's playing ridiculous. And like you said, he's playing better than Panarin, than the bread man. So, but anyway. Speaking of working out. Yes. The hot game in free agency in 10 days. Don't forget, March 16th, the agents could start talking to the teams. Okay? Right. And March 18th is the official league year. Yeah. But your boy, Jadavion Clowney. <laughs> yes, <laughs> who everybody knows who listens to our pod and reads the paper and follows us on Twitter. Everybody knows by now, or should know by now, but that's Jerry Foley's number one target um, yes. in free agency. Right, Jerry? Yes. And I, I tell you, dude, it's remarkable reading the tweets of how so many people want him yep. and so many people don't want him. <laughs> right? now, now, to that point, what's hilarious is last Saturday, and I tweeted this, guys, if you didn't see it. Last Saturday night, I'm at to, out to dinner with my family, and all of a sudden, friends of mine are texting me, and they're like, hey, Carl Banks is tweeting at you about Jadavion Clowney. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I was laughing, right? Now, as you all know, um, Chris has a a, a pretty close relationship with Banks. I mean, you guys talk uh, regularly, frequently. Um, And it was funny because right away... I got nervous. I'm like, oh, man, is, is Banks mad at me? Like, you know, I just like, <laughs> this is a guy I've watched as a kid, you know, at 86. And um, I just wanted to make sure. I, I read his tweets. And his argument was that the Giants, he, the, the, it makes more sense for the Giants to go after Leonard Williams because he's more of a lateral player uh, than Clowney. Clowney is just basically vertical, right? He just rushes the passer. And, and you know, laterally, not, not, not what Leonard Williams is. My argument is I want them both. Right. And I didn't want to go back and forth with uh, Mr. Banks. It was I was enjoying the tweets he was sending. And he's like, sorry, Jerry. Sorry, Jerry, which I thought was great. Mm. Um, but no, I, I want both guys. Right. I want right. it, look, 
the Giants are going to have that, and, and I think that's throughout the league now, that hybrid 3-4-4-3. Three, four, four, three. Um, I, I want Clowney lined up as an outside linebacker in a 3-4 next to Williams. And, mm. and the 4-3, I want him on the edge with Williams at defensive tackle. So, yes, I want you Devion Clowney. I get the arguments as to uh, why people don't. But my argument is that I want both of them. It's not for me. It's not one or the other. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Listen, hey, that's fair, man. That, you know, that's you like them. You want them over here. And there's nothing wrong with that, man. You know, um, people have brought out both sides of his game. Now, you know, I, I started delving into Jadavian a lot the last few days. You know, yeah. Um, and, and ba- listen, Banks likes him as a player, Jerry. He just doesn't feel he's he's just strictly a. Sorry about that. My dog's going huh. off of something. Uh, he just strictly feels he's a vertical, you know, guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but it's not like he doesn't like him. So I, I, it's pretty funny when he put out the poll after tweeting you about this versatility and everybody thought he was versatile. And he was like, oh, tell Jerry I'm sorry, man. Yeah, he, goes, he goes, it looks <laughs> like know? most people agree with Jerry at Giant Insider. <laughs> right. And I'm right. like, and that's he, incredible. It's pretty funny. So, look, Jerry, um, Clowney – I looked at him closely, you know, what he's done and, and uh, all the games I've seen him and all that. Everybody's seen him a ton, right? Yeah. And the most sacks he's had is nine and a half in a season. Right. And he really has played 16 games only once. Right. Okay. Yep. Um, now, his, his issue I have with Jadavion is, and, and even Banks, we talked about a little bit, that he disappears for stretches, right? Absolutely. Right. Um, now, he's played with guys like J.J. Watt, Whitney Merciless, yep. you know, and, and he's really hasn't had a dominating season. Right. And when you when J.J. Watt's taking up a couple of guys and Merciless is coming off the other edge, and you say to yourself, Jerry, hey, why isn't this dude getting more sacks? What's going on here? You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so these are the points. Now, the other points is, you know, a lot of times he has taken up a, a couple of blocks. A lot, you know, a lot of times he has taken over games, right. you know? Right. So listen, there's pros and cons to Clowney. In my eyes, I know you want him. Jerry, I'm up in the air about him, I have to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, he's not my number one target. Yep. But we've talked about this before. Right? We discussed this. Hey, Jerry, he's not really my guy, but he's your guy. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. You know? Um, so, but um, Clowney has thrown it out there now that, hey, just want to let you know over there, Dave Gettleman, that I do have interest in coming over and wearing a blue uniform. You know? <laughs> yep. Now, this is the games these guys do this time of year. We know that, right? Yeah. Oh, let me let me throw this out there. Let me throw this out there. But, but you know, so we'll see. You know what Gettleman decides. Um, now, what he does with Lennon Williams. You know, the tra- we talked about the transition tag, right? Yeah. Very rarely used. Right. But Gettleman might do that this year because first of all, the CBA is not certified yet. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Two. You know, it's like a seven five million dollar difference. You know, Gettleman might throw that out there for, for for a rarity using that transition tag, just to say, well, nobody's gonna get more than twelve million a year. Nobody's gonna come in and beat us a little off. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Um, which I that would surprise me too. So, would it be shocking to use that? I mean, teams very rarely use that. Um, I guess not. You know, if you look at it like that, we'll see. You know, Gettleman's gonna want to save face with this trade. We know that, Jerry. Yeah, right. Yeah. We know that. And listen, Jerry, we discussed it numerous times. This is not the worst thing Leonard Williams being back here as a giant. Yeah. Okay. No, no, he he greatly Leonard Williams is an enigma, man. I was talking to about I was talking to a Jets fan buddy of mine about it. Like, I don't I I like Leonard Williams. He's just an enigma in that he helped the run defense so much. Mm-hmm. I just wish the sacks were there. And I know everybody talks about pressures. I get it. You know, PFF talks about pressures all the time. I do like production and sacks, right? I, I still like that sack number because yeah. look, when you have a sack, it's a it's a negative play. So but he he's he's a tough one. He really is. Like, if they don't sign him, then the trade was for nothing. If they do sign him and overpay, it's oh man, they only overpaid because they traded for him and they gave a pick. So it's a tough mm-hmm. spot for Gettleman, man. Yeah, look, and you look at Clowney. I, I look at two things with pass rushes, Jerry. Obviously, the sack number, right? Right. And and I look at quarterback hits. I do. Yeah. Dude. Right. No, I do. I look at quarterback hits, and you look at Clowney last year, Jerry. Um, he had thirty-one quarterback hits. Right. 31 is a lot. Right. That's a big number. Right. Okay. And, 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 the, I, and real quick, the, the problem with the anti-clowny folks, not you, because you're not anti-clowny, but the no, problem with I'm, the anti-clowny folks is they put up, oh, he only had three sacks. But when they talk about guys they do want, they talk about quarterback hits. So they talk about pressures. And it's like, wait a minute, you, you can't pick and choose these numbers for yourselves when it, when it you know, validates your argument. You got to use it for everything. So right, to your right. point, 31 hits is a lot. That's a lot of hits, dude. Because you know you're looking at now. You're, you're, that's forcing that quarterback right, right to release that ball 
quicker than he ha- that he wants to, most likely, right? Quicker than he wants to. Yeah. All right. So thirty-one quarterback hits is a lot. Yeah. All right. So it's not like I understand it's three sacks and all that nuts, but he was getting in that pr- pocket, right? He was getting in that pocket. Yep. So uh, there's so many pros. You know, listen, Jerry, it's fascinating to read on Twitter about Clowney. It really is, and it's going to be fascinating. But in about ten days. When these teams start talking to see, you know, what Gettleman's going to do. Jerry, you know, the Giants, the salary cap last year, I think it was $177 million, whatever it was, right? And the Giants had $23 million allocated to the defense. Yeah. $23 million. That's nothing. That's nothing. Right. I mean, you wonder why we couldn't get a stop when we wanted to, right? Yeah. So, listen, I don't care. I know a lot of people don't like Gettleman. I know a lot of people are down on him. But he's not a dumb football guy. All right. I, oh, come on, Chris. Look what he's doing. Look at the stupid trades. He's stupid. Okay, whatever. Okay, he's not a dumb football guy. You're going to see a lot of money spent on his defense, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear me? Yep. 100%. You're going to see a lot of money spent on his defense. We're just going to see what kind of splashes he makes. Does he do a lot of second level guys? Can I clear this up too, Jerry? Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. Now, you hear me talk about this a lot. I put it on Twitter. Second le- second tier guys. Yeah. All right. In free agency. Yeah. Right, which like a Shaq Barrett is a first level talent this year. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Uh, uh, tier, right? Yeah, first tier. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean that Dante Fowler is let doesn't have much talent. It's just that there's a certain guys in free agency when they hit free agency, they're the first level guys. Yeah. Right. They're the first level guys. Right. And then you have the second level guys. Uh, that doesn't mean that they're not talented. Some people tweet at me. What are you saying? This guy's not talented? No. Right. I'm just saying is. When you hit free agency, it is first-level guys, second-level guys, and third-level guys. I also put out there a lot of people like about, hey, <clears throat> excuse me, Jerry, try to stick with me here. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, you know, what builds teams a lot is when you sign these second-level guys, okay? Yeah. You know, not just go out and try to make the big two, three huge splashes and all that, right? So there's a lot of talented guys that kind of fit in that second wave, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, you, you, you say it all the time. They're not brothers, but we call them the Smith brothers, the guys on the, yeah. the defensive ends of the Packers. You would say they were second-level guys last year, no? I mean, Zadarius Smith wasn't a big, big sack guy. He was a good player, Preston Smith. And they both had like 10 and a half sacks. Whatever it was, right around those nine. I don't remember exactly right now, but they both had double-digit sacks. Right. And how, Hey, Jerry, you think they changed that defense? <laughs> exactly, right. Are you kidding me? They, they, they gave him an identity. And, and you look at a kid like Matt Judon. I know. I know. Coming out of Maryland, that they're talking about, you know, putting a trans, uh, the transition, uh, transaction tag on, right? Transition tag, yeah. What? Transition the fr- tag. Excuse me, the franchise tag on. Yeah, oh. they're talking about, right? Um, here's a kid that had a really solid year. They lost to Darius Smith, so I'm sure they're not going to lo- lose Judon. But you look at this kid, and you know, you look at him and the year he had. There's a guys you got to look at, man. Right. Now I put it on Twitter the other day, Jerry. I don't think there's any way, dude. Any way. One of these three guys, Littleton, uh, the Blake Martinez, and a Joe Schobitz. And it'd be, for me, it would be like Littleton one, Schobert two, and Blake Martinez three in that order as far as free agency. But, Jerry, in my opinion. I know what you're going to say, and I agree with you. Dave Gellman has to land one of these guys. So a lot of people are down on Blake Martinez. Oh, you know, he makes tackles. And, okay, folks, but he's had 300 tackles the last two years. Right. He makes plays. Right. Now, is he better than the other guys? Maybe not. Is he the greatest against the run? No, he's made some tackles. Seven yards and I feel he's at the best coverage. I understand that. But is he better than what we have right now? Please. Yeah. Okay, no. So, the point is saying, Jerry, in my opinion, Gentleman has to land one of those guys. I was going to say, if you're going to put money down on anything, I think one of those three guys signing with the Giants, Gentleman making it happen is, is almost a certainty. I would be stunned if... The Giants go into next year with, all right, we're going to draft a middle linebacker uh, high in the draft and hope that Ryan Connolly's healthy, right? And Ryan Connolly, I hope he is. He, he was such a find last year, and he was playing so well before he tore his ACL. But with knees, man, you just don't know, right? You don't know how he's going to come back and how he's going to react right. to it. So, yeah, it's more than an insurance policy. You need another middle linebacker. Uh, and I, I would be stunned, based on the talent they have now, if they don't sign one of those three guys. I think – I think it's almost a foregone conclusion that the Giants will do everything they can to sign mm-hmm. one of them. So now, and now we'll have to see how much of the Joe Judge influence factor plays into this, right? Because right. I'll tell you why. Yeah. You know, there's a Kyle Van Noy out there. Yep. 
there's Jamie Collins out there. Yeah. Okay. So now what does Belichick do with them? He loves Van Noy. I'd be, you know, but, you know, Belichick has a history of just, okay, go out and see what you can get and then come back to us, right? Yeah. That's his act. That's what Belichick likes to do, yeah. right? Yeah. So he did it with Jamie already, Collins. Collins went over to Cleveland. They, he didn't, it didn't work out there. He comes back to Bill last year, and he has a big year, yeah. right? So now Bill might do it again. Okay, go back out, see what you can get, and let us know, right? So we'll see what kind of, uh, uh, you know, what kind of influence Joe Judge has now. Right? right? Does he go to get him? Hey, I want Kyle Van Noy. You know, I, I want this guy. You know, I want this guy. Whatever. Uh, which, he, which, according to what I'm hearing in the building, Jerry, Gettleman is is not going to be, oh, I'm the say all, do all. It's, well, I'll let you know, Joe, what guy I'm looking at. No. Right, no, right, he's right. sitting there with Judge. He's sitting there with Jason Garrett. He's sitting there with Patrick Graham. Looking at it. Hey, guys, what do you think about this? And they're all working together. And you know what? He wasn't even like that with Pat Shermer. Let's be honest, man. No, Pat Shermer loved Daniel Jones. He fell in love. Gettleman liked Jones too, but Pat Shermer fell in love with Daniel Jones. So Gettleman listens to the coaches, right? It's not. This is not a a dictatorship no, or a monarchy by any means. So that's just the that's just the anti Gettleman agenda out there. You know, they like to. Oh yeah, no, no. He, you know, he he doesn't want to listen to anybody. That's such bull, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, there was three or four. Listen, I discussed this last. We've discussed that. Excuse me. We've discussed this the last two years on the Shermer. Well, we were baffled by personnel decisions. Oh, baffled. Absolutely. And I'm telling you, Jerry, there was some that there was no way Gettleman wanted to keep. I forget. I'm not even going to get into the names, but guys on the roster they brought back. And I'm saying to myself, no way could Gettleman dig this guy's. That Sherman must have liked that. Get you know what I mean? What I'm the point being is that Gettleman listens to his coaches. Okay. Real quick, I wasn't going to talk about this, but let's talk about it now since you brought that up. Like, here's one. And maybe it's not a big deal because they could still cut him, but Alex Tanney, what do you make of that? I mean, people on Twitter didn't go crazy, but they were like, oh, really? Okay. I mean, what do you think of that? I'm a little surprised by it. I'm surprised by it too, Jerry. Um, why people went nuts about it a little bit. It's, like, I know, you know, it's a million I think dollars. It, right? Well, I think it, yeah. But I think people got flashbacks of Pat Germa. I think yeah. that's what happened there, including myself. I'm yeah. like, what are we doing here? You know? Same. Like, okay, he's going to compete for the backup. But I think people saw that, like myself, Jerry, and said, well, what is Pat Shermer back here? Yeah. Right? Like, like Joe, what are we doing here? Alex Tanney. Like, I like, mean, he's actually going to compete to back up Daniel Jones. So if Daniel Jones gets hurt, you're going to go to Alex Tanney? I know. Oh, it doesn't make sense. I mean, they must, I, they must love his, his, I, I, what, his uh, what, I don't his know. Mind, his mind, his coaching ability. Okay. I guess. I don't and know. And it's too early. It's too early to get into personal decisions, but I want to see who they bring in to back up Jones. And it better not be like an Alex Tanny and some other tomato, Jerry, <laughs> that, you know, that Tanny could actually beat out. Because we've discussed this before. Backup quarterback position is huge. Absolutely. Daniel Jones didn't make it through one. His first season did not make it through the season without getting injured. This is not Eli Manning. Yeah, th those days are gone, guys, where you can just say, oh, there we go, plug and play quarterback C in 16 years, pal. That's still yeah. by Eli. Yeah. That's not going to happen again, my friend. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So they better get somebody in here that if jo something happens to Jones, uh, um, that you know a, kid could get in, a guy gets in there and can win a game for it or carry a game or, or continue the process of the game if they're winning, if a quarterback gets or Jones gets hurt or whatever it might be, Jerry. And I realize, Chris, I'm reaching when I say it must be his coaching or, or his film work when I talk about Tanny. I just I, – because I can't see any other reason to do it. <laughs> like I, I realize what you – like he's like, oh, yeah, what is it, his coaching? But that's like – I don't know what else is the reason that we're signing him other than something happening behind the scenes with this guy where they think, well, he can, you know, he really knows the game. He can see the game like a coach does because otherwise it does make, it makes no sense to me. So uh, listen, Jerry, that's what I've heard too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm around it. I'm around it. Yes. I understand that he's very, very sharp mind, but he still can't play the game. Right. That's nice, but he's not a coach. He's a player. <laughs> I know. So what I'm saying is that, that that's great that he you know he could break down film for Jones and all that, but he's a roster spot. And, he, and he judge, cannot, judge already said coaches coach, players don't coach. Right. He cannot be honest. He cannot, in my opinion, be competing for a backup job. Yeah. Uh, are you kidding me? I know. Uh. So I, I'm telling you, Jerry. I think a lot of people saw that and they got Pat Shermer flashbacks. Okay. I'm, I'm out of answers on that one. As soon as I saw it, I just threw my hands up like, oh, oh well, I don't know. I don't know There's a lot doing. of time, obviously, a lot of time between now and training camp and all that stuff. But who's going to back up Jones? But um, 
that was a little like, whoa, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, Sherman's gone. I thought we got rid of things like that, right? Yeah. <coughs> Jerry. Yes. Not a big name. Yep. That seems to have people enthralled. <laughs> Byron Jones, the old cowboy. Yeah, there are Twitter followers who are steadfast in we have to sign him and you sign. If there's no one else you sign, you sign Byron Jones and then you draft the best available player. So guys like, uh, you know, we, we know our followers pretty well, right? Like Kyle Johnson tweets all the time, Byron Jones, Byron Jones, Byron Jones. So to your point, Chris, yes, he's not as polarizing as Clowney is from a name perspective, but right. it's, a, it's various different opinions on what is so great about Byron Jones and do you really invest $17 million in him? At least 17 Yeah, it could be more. Right. You know? So, um, yeah, listen, he, he's, a, he's obviously the top corner and he's going to be the highest paid corner when this is all said and done because that's the way it works in free agency, right? right. Uh, in two years, he won't be the highest paid corner. <laughs> right, right. right? So, um, yeah, listen, We'll see what Gettleman does, you know, if he wants to bring. Now, that's going to be a lot of money for a corner. Yeah. Now, is he a top 10, top 6, top 5 corner? Yeah, listen, he's really he's a good player, Byron Joe. You know what I mean, Jerry? He's a good player. You think he's a top 6 in the league or in free agency? Like, what, what do you mean? No, well, he's a top in free agency. but And I, I have him down as, like, the top 5 in a league. Yeah. Yeah, okay. top 5 or 6. And I don't have him better than the Gilmores. I don't have him better than the Tredavious Whites. You know, and I'm probably missing some. I'm forgetting these guys now. They're all seasons here. Yeah. But... Um, listen, he, he's a top five guy, and he's gonna get he's gonna get paid as the number one corner in football when it's when free agency's finished. Yeah. Um, now the only negative thing on Byron Jones is that he's not a turnover guy. Right. Okay. That's right. He doesn't get interceptions. Well, and, and I know some people like to defend that, but go, oh, they don't throw his way. Well, they do throw his way. Not as other corners, of course. Okay. Um, but yeah, they do throw his way, and he had a very good season last year when he threw his way, but they didn't target him a lot. Don't get me wrong. He was not targeted a lot last year, but I remember a lot of other, a lot of other excellent corners that he won't targeted that much either, and they still had interceptions. Right. So that's the only negative on him is that he's not a big interception guy. He's not a big turnover guy. Yeah, he's a high-character guy. He's a good corner, but like you said, the the one drawback is is the interceptions, and if are you really going to pay that much money to a corner – um, you know, who, who doesn't make plays like that? Now, uh, the other side of that is, are we really going to go into next season with, with DeAndre Baker, Sam Beal, um, mm-hmm. and Corey Ballantyne right now, unless Jul- Julian Love uh, moves over to the slot? Those are our three corners. And, we do, you know, there's other guys we can sign, of course, and, and draft. But he, he's one of those guys, if you bring him in, it, it's almost like, okay, at least I don't worry about this side of the field now from a, as a defensive coordinator, right? Like it's, it's on lockdown a bit. He's not, you know, he's not the, like you said, he's not like Deion Sanders. He's not a, a ridiculous player where you avoid him at all costs, but he's a, a very solid corner. He can lock down that side of the field. So from yeah, that listen, standpoint, that's, that's the argument for him. Jerry, I have to be honest with you, dude. Um, to me, the Giants have no slot corners right now. Zero. None. Now they probably they might throw Love back, you know, in OTAs and get him out there in the slot. Right? We'll see. We don't even know how that's going to work out, but we'll see if they do that, right? Right. So Jerry, you know, there's a couple of guys. <coughs> excuse me. You know, yeah, buddy, a, buddy. By the way, thank you for getting through this. This is not. It, oh, doesn't, it doesn't sound like it's easy. That's all. There's a couple of guys, bud. Yeah. That you look for, watch for Gettleman. Look for, look for them to be on Gettleman's radar for slot guys. Yeah. Uh, Adakez Denard from the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, okay? liked him, liked him. he was a Michigan State guy. All right. Yep. Played slot last year, yep. right? Uh, way more than wide. He was a slot guy. Okay. The Remember Ross Crockell, your boy from back in the day. Remember? I, that, and, and we put in the insider, what is it, two or three years ago when he was last a giant. That's right. a guy you should resign. Right. And now we're talking well, about getting him back. Well, well, Jerry, you know, here's a guy who played both. Slot and white, 385 slot, uh, snaps on the outside to 253 in the slot last right. year. So I, like, he, I liked it when he was here. Right. So here's a guy you can whack up both ways, you know? Yep. Uh, a lot of people ask me about, hey, Chris, you know, Bashad, Bashad Breeland, you know, you know what's, what's his act? Well, I'll tell you what his act was. We talked about this last podcast. The act was he, he played really well for Spags last year in Kansas City. Right, right, right. Okay, he's an outside guy. So if you're not going to go that $18 million price for Byron Jones – We'll see, you know, uh, I'm interested to see if Gettleman targets that slot guy, Jerry, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, the Denard, 
or even a, even a Bradley, you know, a Bradley Roe or Ross Crockrell, you know, somebody like that. Because right now, you know, even a lot of people like Logan Ryan. I'm not a big Logan Ryan guy, Jerry. To me, he was a Belichick type creation. Okay, right, 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 right. Uh, that did not play for well for Tennessee last year. All right, did not play well for Tennessee. But um, a lot of people, like, oh, bring Logan Ryan in here and all that. Okay, well, you know, he's a slot guy. You know, last year for the Titans, and we just don't have anybody in the slot right now, Jerry. Uh, they, you know, listen, look. They tried it with Grant Haley last year. He was horrible. Horrible. They they tried Corey. I, I begged for Corey Ballantyne. They did it finally. He was horrible. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's not a slot guy. Corey's an outside kid. Right. Okay. Right. So um, I, I I look for Gettleman to target one of those guys. You know what I mean? Chris, you're, t- you're talking me into second level free agents as we speak. Jerry, listen to what I'm telling you, bud. Yeah. You know uh, you you got to make that splash. I understand. Now, Jerry. Since we're going to talk about second level or, or, or a big splash, obviously we got to talk about offensive line. And there's only really one guy, yeah, right? It's amazing, isn't it? There is one guy. Yeah, and, and I'm looking at the list right now. You know, um, there's really only one guy. I remember when I read it to you a couple of weeks ago, it was like, wow, this is bad. Yeah, uh, and that's obviously Jack Conklin, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, now, Conklin had the knee issue a couple of years ago. Yeah. Did not play well the year after. Blame it on the knee. That happens. Last year came back, bounced back, had a strong season. Okay? Right. He's going to get big bucks. Now, are the Giants going to invest in that big contract when you have Nate Solder and Kevin Zyla making all their money? Yeah, right. I don't see it, Jerry. Yeah. I don't. I see them allocating this free agency money towards the defense, dude. I really do. So you and see, they go out and grab. What you see doing? Because they're going to let Mike Remmers walk. Apparently, I hate to tell you, Jerry, because I know how much you love Isaiah Simmons, but I think they're going to, you know, spend a lot of money try to get this defense up going a little bit, and then draft that tackle with the fourth, fifth, or whatever they, you know they wind up selecting. You know. Yeah, I, look, they're going to let Remmers walk, which is weird. Um, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I, he's not great, but he was a he'd be a good rotational guy at this point of his career. It looks like they're going to go with Gates then at right tackle if they don't make that move for Conklin or, like you said, draft, draft, one, draft one of these guys. Jerry, I could tell you this. We've discussed this before. They're high on Nick Gates, dude. Yeah. They're high on Nick Gates. Yeah. Right? So they look at a guy that could come off that sideline and play tackle if one of those guys goes down. Either Solo goes down or the draft pick or whoever that right tackle. I just don't see them spending a lot of money on a tackle in free agency, Jerry. All right, so you talked about it before, right? Like Isaiah Simmons, we, we watched his combine, which was, he ran faster than Saquon Barkley. Absolutely ridiculous, right? Ridiculous. Yeah. And this was, this, was your, this was the guy you wanted for. And we both said, if you don't trade down, take Isaiah Simmons. That's, that's the guy, right? But everything you're saying, if they're going to spend all this money on the defense, which I, would, I completely understand. And look, when they do it, man, I will, I will be – they will get me hook, line, and sinker. I'll be excited about it. Be like, oh, man, we just got Clowney. We got Byron Jones. We got Littleton. Forget it. We're on lockdown on defense, baby, right? So mm-hmm. we get these, say we get uh, you know, one or two of those guys. I'll be excited. So for the draft, talk about it before. We could talk about it for the next, what, four weeks or so. Doesn't that lend itself to, man, the Giants really should be trading down if they're going to take a tackle? Because you got four of them. Yeah. Four yeah. of them. Don't, yeah. I mean, Unless you think one is Anthony Munoz, I mean, they're all I, – look, I, I, I'm not a college scout. We're going to have uh, Dave Seibert on in the coming weeks to talk about this too. You got Thomas. You got uh, Becton. You have Wirfs. And you got – what's the other one? Uh, the kid from Alabama, Willis? Yeah, Willis, yeah. So you got, you got those four. Man, you got to trade down, acquire more picks, and you're still going to get an absolute stud, a monster that you can plug and play. Yep. Well, that's the way it's going to play out because these teams need quarterbacks. So they're going to be moving up to take a quarterback, right? Yeah, how, um, how mad do you think when the Giants trade down, it's going to be funny, right? Because if Isaiah Simmons is there, you are going to see – Giant fans love this kid, right? I mean, it's like, that's the, get that kid. They're already putting him in, in – Jerry, can mock, I ask you something? Hey, Jerry, uniforms. Quick. Yeah. Jerry, quickly, can I ask you something? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's going to get to that. I mean, I know I don't know why everybody's got Detroit slotted for the you know the kid uh, uh, the cornerback from Ohio State. Okuda, uh, right? I mean, after looking at that, what makes you think they're not going to take Simmons at three? Oh, absolutely. I, after that, after that, look, it, it's hard to say with the combine because it should never make you, but it can elevate you. If you see a linebacker, what is he? Six four two thirty, running a four three nine. I mean, a four four three nine forty. Yeah. 
if you're Detroit and you're dying for playmakers, what, why do we just assume, right, like you said, like he's going to get past them? So my, my point is, if he does get past them and he's sitting there and the Giants trade down, that's going to make Giant fans mad. However, I still think it's smart because the Giants need a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, what I'm saying is, Jerry, it's not going to make us feel bad. Uh, it'll ease the it'll ease the pain a little bit when the Lions go with Simmons in the oh, third absolutely. pick. Right, well, yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you almost, yeah. Hope, you almost hope it happens. Right, you almost hope it happens, right? Because now you don't have to make that decision, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. You understand what I'm getting at? Yeah, and then you tell you tell whoever that, oh, these guys are trying to trade up for uh, right. Tua. <laughs> Jerry, I mean, the way I have it right now, I have it Burrow, uh, Chase, Chase Young, and then Simmons. Yeah. Top three picks. Yeah. Uh, Ugaba, uh, how do you say his name, Jerry? Okuda. Okuda. Okuda, the Ohio State kid. Yeah. Everybody, right away, oh, no, the Lions are taking him. Really? Yeah. What, the Lions don't need a, a linebacker? Are you kidding me? Are the Lions not watching the combine, too? You know, I mean, are you kidding me? Right. Matt Patricia's not drooling over this guy? Isn't, isn't it funny how we just say things like that? Like, oh, the Lions will take Simmons. Why not? Yeah. Oh, because I don't want him to. Oh, okay, I guess they won't take him then. Yeah, right, right. Oh, okay, so we'll take him now. You know, I mean, I, I mean... Uh, so to me, you look at that kid. First of all, he's got it all on film. It's not like he just came out of nowhere and he ran a four three something in the combine. You go, oh, oh wow, we'll make this kid a top five pick. Right. No, he's got you know. Not only does he have it on film, then he he exploded in the combine to even push him over the top even more. If that's possible with that it, kid, it, it right? reminded me of Barkley, right? Like, I, right. like Barkley was a top ten pick no matter what. His combine performance, it was like, wow, this kid is ridiculous. This kid is is just as fast as he is, just as fast in the game as he is you know, running the 40 in, a, in a, a, a dome and people are timing him. But I always talk about like, yeah, the, the combine should make it. He's, this isn't Mike Mamula. I mean, Isaiah Simmons is a stud linebacker. We've talked about him. You know, Giant fans have been talking about him throughout the year. Anybody who watched Clemson's like, this kid would be great on the yeah. Giants. So, yeah, he, he, the, the combine just helped him. That's all. Look, look Jerry, the only wrinkle this, it, to me that could happen in a draft is if the Redskins surprise everybody and take a tour. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be well, – now, okay. If they did that, all right, and <laughs> right. Detroit, the, Detroit would be like, "Oh, Chase Young, all right, we'll take him." Well, then, yeah, obviously. then it's then it's oh wow. Okay. Well, then we're back to who we taking, right? Right, right. I still think we right. should trade down, but, but I know Giant, down. Giant fans would be mad. Right, but then you trade down. Yeah, Jimmy, you could trade down two picks and still land Isaiah Simmons. That, that'd be amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can. Yeah. So, um, but we'll see. Look, Jerry, a lot's going to be the. A determining fact is going to be, let's see what the Giants do in free agency, dude. Yeah. If they spend a lot of money on defense, they, without question, are going to go offensive tackle with the number one pick. Well, Gettleman, Gettleman said recently, <coughs> you know, he said at the Combine that free agency, I think he said it before, free agency allows you to take best player available. And that was an interesting thing, right? If you can fill in a lot of your team with free agents, not all, you know, obviously top level, but you fill enough where you say, all right, you know what, I'm comfortable with the team we're putting out in the field next year. Now we can take best player available. So they are going to spend money. I think free agency is going to be a lot of fun for Giant fans this year. It's got a lot of money. So, I'm sorry, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. No, a lot of money. Um, a lot of lot of spots to fill, obviously. But I just think yeah. I think for the first time in a while, we're going to be pretty excited in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, right now the Giants have about $74 million and the new CBA is not even out yet. Right, you know? right. Uh, this is projected is going to be even higher, right? right? So they're going to have the money. I think it's like the sixth highs or fifth highs, right around there, you know, excuse me, salary cap money to play with. That doesn't mean you go out and spend all that, but you could make it then, right? Yeah, here's another question for you. And I, I, yeah. just, I just thought of this before. Say, they, say the Giants do take a left tackle, and we always said, like, are you really going to play Nate Solder all year and have a left tackle sit? What are you going to do? Are you going to take Tristan Wirfs and put him at right tackle? Mm-hmm. With the cap going up every year and it going up, what goes? I think it went up $10 million from last year to this year. Right. And with the new CBA, it's going to go up even more. Right. Dead money, like, it doesn't mean anything, right? Like, if they got rid of, I'm just saying, if they got rid of Solder, everyone's going to come out of the woodwork and say, oh, dead money, dead money, dead money. And I, I get it. I understand. But it doesn't mean as much if the cap goes up every year. And it's especially not going to mean as much the following year. So I don't know, man. It's just another thing I was thinking about. Like, would it really matter if they, if they got rid of Nate Solder? Um, if they could figure something out and they really like the left tackle, like Thomas say. Uh, and, they, and they pulled the trigger there. I, I just don't want Thomas sitting, or I don't want our stud left tackle, whoever we take, sitting um, or, or being out of position at right tackle it, just because mm-hmm. we're paying Nate Solder a ton of money, that's all. Yeah, well, 
Um, we'll see. The coach is going to have to play that out. Yeah. All right, they're going to have to figure that out. If yeah. the Giants go left tackle, and if they throw Nate over the right tackle for a year, yeah, you know, yeah. um, I would expect something like that, Jerry, if yeah. they went with the pure left tackle like the kid from Georgia, you know, yeah. uh, Andrew Thomas. Yeah. Um, I, keep might... I keep saying Anthony Thomas. I know it's wrong. It's Andrew Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew Thomas, yeah. Um, you know, and they might throw Nate over the right tackle for the year. Um, we'll see. Uh, I don't think they'll mess with Hopefully, it won't mess with Thomas for a year. But listen, that has happened, Jerry. I mean, even Nate Sola played right tackle his first year and then went over to left tackle, you know? Yeah, right, right. Uh, but that's something, you know what, bud? That's something the coach has got to figure out, you know? Um, so you have to have faith in guys like Mark Colombo. Yeah. And I'm going to say it. I wrote this in the insider, Jerry. And I'm going to say it again. Yeah. Okay? The signing of Mark Colombo, the offensive line coach, was a huge yeah. signing. I-, I couldn't agree with you more. Huge, Jerry. Okay, I think you're going to see a much improved offensive line. And, and no matter you, who's and out, you would talk about it last year. You were <coughs> not big Hal Hunter fans. I mean, Giant fans really weren't in general. No, no, you know, not nothing too earth shattering there. No, no earth shattering statement. But to go from Hal Hunter to Mark Colombo is quite an upgrade. And we should be looking at Mark Colombo as a free agent. Like, we, we just got a very good free agent. Because I agree with you, man. I think he's going to do wonders for this offensive line. And I like what he's going to be able to hopefully do with some of the younger guys like the Hernandez and the Gates. Jerry, I think you will see a huge improvement in the Will Hernandez this year. Yeah. Okay? Um, we talked about it before. Not crazy about Will's second year. Right. Not crazy about it. Okay? He's a second-round pick, and he's not dominating out there. Okay? Yeah. Now, this year is a big year for Will Hernandez. He has to step it up. Yeah. Okay, not just be a decent guy out there. Right. You're a second-round pick, 30, whatever the heck it was overall. Yeah. Um, you need to go out there, and you need to dominate, my man. Yep. Not this, oh, I'm out there, I got some penalties, I had a decent game, and my other game wasn't too bad. No. Yeah. Get out there and dominate. Now, Mark Colombo was a nasty player when he played. Right. And he brought, he brings that nasty attitude. He brought it over to the Cowboys. Yeah. Okay? And he's going to bring it over to the Giants. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, man. <laughs> I, I like Hernandez. Hernandez was, you know, the, I was, we all remember getting into fights with the Cowboys, and I like that aspect of it. Like, wow, he's, you know, hey, we have a guy who's fighting on our side for once. Like, he's not just laying down. But his play uh, was was – I don't want to say it got worse, but it didn't increase at all from his rookie year. Uh, he was okay at best. We're, we're, I think we're looking at this guy being Chris Snee, and he's not there yet. And I'm, I'm hoping that Colombo can kind of transform Hernandez into that type of player because we were all ecstatic when they got him uh, two years ago. Yeah, Jerry, he, he's nowhere near Chris Snee right now. No. Nowhere near him. Nope. But that doesn't mean he can't get there, Jerry. I'm not saying that. Right. I'm just saying right now he's nowhere near Chris Snee. Okay, right. and Mark Colombo's gonna have to coach his kid up and go, "Yo, my man, you know this is your third year. What are we doing here? Yeah. You know." Yeah. So, um, but like I said, Jerry, I think Mark Colombo was a huge signing. Jason Garrett really talked him up to Joe Judge. Um, I understand the Cowboys' offensive line the last three, four years was very is very very talented. We know that, right? Yep. Um, but this guy, um, this guy Colombo took a few guys in that line and elevated them. Yeah. Okay. You always especially, point out he made Collins a better what pass especially, especially Lorel Collins on the right tackle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I think that's going to be a big, big pickup. Oh, well, excuse me, Jerry. He was a big, big pickup for the Giants, man. I really do. So good stuff, dude. I mean, I, I we should all be pretty excited right now, Giant fans. Just try to try to hold it together. Uh, I know everybody has their opinions about players. Uh, stay somewhat civil on Twitter. Uh, for the most part, you guys are, but. Um, it's all gonna. It's all gonna start happening, like you said, Chris, on the 16th, uh, where we start negotiating with players and signing guys. And I think everybody is gonna be pretty happy uh, with the activity, at least, of what the Giants do. So, I expect to be. I expect them to be very aggressive on the defensive side of the ball, Jerry. Really do. Good stuff, pal. All right, man. Well, so I sent out the tweet uh, midday today, or, or maybe late morning. Uh, got 83 responses already about questions for tonight. Uh, lots of good ones, so uh, we can kind of dive into those now. Unless you want anything else, you want to cover anything else about things. No, listen, we'll be back. Or... Ne- we'll be back next week, right on the basically on the uh, eve 
Oh, 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 I'm sorry. On the weekend before free agency kicks up, right? Yeah. yeah. So we'll get into it a little bit more. There'll be, I'm sure, a lot of stuff's gonna be coming out by next Friday when we come on, and we'll start getting a look at some other guys, you know. And um, by the time we come on after that, you know, the Giants might have a few guys uh, <laughs> on the contract, right? So we'll see, man. I'll be professing my Hopefully love. Hopefully, Corey Littleton's one of them. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be professing my love for Jadeveon Clowney. There you go. And when uh, if the Giants sign him, I will send a jersey to uh, Mr. Banks. As a- <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell Banks. Yeah, once again, you don't know nothing about football, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right, dude. Unbelievable. And I, guys, I'm sorry to bore you with this, but like, I still can't believe. That a guy I grew up watching and, and idolizing. I mean, he's one of my favorite giants. Like, Log Oliver's, right? That this guy is interacting with me on Twitter. It's still, I still get a bang out of it. It's still funny stuff, man. Good stuff. All right. Kevin at Kevin's 08816. <laughs> Do you guys see any scenario where the Giants get Simmons and one of the four stud tackles? Kevin, if Dave Gunnaman pulls that off, they will erect a statue of him uh, in front of MetLife Stadium, pal. I... I, I Look, crazy things have happened, but no. I can't. No, I don't see that. Happening. No way. Gettleman would be, be executive of the year if that did happen, though. <laughs> Everybody who hates Dave Gettleman, all the Giant fans who hate him, yeah. will all of a sudden love him. I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll love him then. Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, Kyle Johnson, I just mentioned him before. Uh, do you guys think going after Clowney for $23 million is just ridiculous? I think Dante Fowler had 11 and a half sacks last year would be a great addition to the team. Yeah, I look. I don't know what the I don't know what the amount is for Clowney guys. I, when I say I want Jadeveon Clowney, I, I'm not talking about like, well, for 22 million, I say yes. For 23, I say no. The market's the market. Um, it, it's he's going to be the high, like you said before about Byron Jones, right? He's going to be the highest paid corner, just like Nate Solder was the highest paid left tackle two years ago. Does he play like it? No. Was he worth it then? No. But the, he, that's what the market was. So yep. look, the market for the edge rusher is going to be that, and then that's what you got to pay him to get him in. So. Kyle, while I understand your point, um, it is what it is. I I hate to use that saying over and over again, but that's the market. Yeah, if that's what the market calls for, that's what he's going to get. Here we go. GPA 15. The Giants could solve two position needs by acquiring a legitimate free safety, moving the Golden Domer love to slot corner. Would you Mm. sign a free agent or draft a safety? P.S. The last issue of of the Insider was terrific. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. Um, another judge factor could be here with Devin McCourty. Okay? Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if Devin comes over here. The Giants almost had him four years ago. And he re-signed with the Patriots. And now he might, you know, might start reach. You know, Giants might dabble back into him, right? Yeah. Um, so, listen, I wouldn't mind seeing a veteran like McCourty. He's still got some ball left in him over here. Uh, you know, I'll... Now, I got burned to the butt a little bit because I thought Bethay had some ball left in him last year. Right. And he didn't play well last year. He can't be so, right. Chris, you can't be right about everything. <laughs> no, yeah, I wish I, wish I was right about half the stuff. So, but anyway, but, um, you know, McCordy's a guy that, what is he, 33, Jerry? Um, yeah. I'd be a little, I, I wouldn't mind him over here, but um, listen, it's a tough call, man, because right now you don't have really, so you got Peppers and then you got, Love, I guess, but we'll see what the new Jerry. We don't know what this new coach is going to do. They might, they might look at Love playing safety and go, "What the hell are these guys? What the hell were these guys thinking?" I know playing Love at safety, right? I know. know. So we'll see. We'll see if they bring in a veteran like McCourty, Jerry. Yeah. You know, uh, we'll see if they bring in a veteran like Rodney McLeod or something like that, or or Von, or you know, something like that. We'll see. Be interesting to see if they bring in McCourty and and leave Love at safety and use McCourty the way they did it with Deion Grant. You know, just bring in another. I know he might be expensive, but I'm just saying that type of uh, that that type of player where he's a third safety playing a lot, um, or yeah. he plays on passing downs as a linebacker kind of thing. So, yeah, uh, be interesting. Uh, Joey Z at Molten Centra eighty one <laughs> is Rudy Chris's favorite movie of all time. I'll let you answer that. <laughs> no, uh, Joey. To be honest with you, the movie Joe Montana that movie was such bull. Anyway, <laughs> but no. But speaking of speaking of the fighting Irish, Joey, I'm sure Joey knows about this. How about my boy Claypool? Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah. He's like a tight end, wide receiver. Teams don't know what they want to do with him. He's gonna be a second round pick now, huh? Rising up the charts. Oof. I mean, he's a golden domer, so that alone. By the way, I was gonna say before I, I said you can't be right about everybody. Chris, do you know who you were right on the money with? I always remind you of this. You were right on the money with this guy. Which one? Kareem Martin. 
Oh, he's, yeah. Are you a little surprised Antoine Bethea still here, Jerry? Yes, I am very surprised. Uh, thought so. I thought he'd be one of the guys in a, in a sweep. But, uh. when, we, when we got Kareem Martin, we were just kind of starting off doing this together. And I was like, oh, we're getting Kareem Martin. You go, who? I'm like, oh, that's not, that's not good. That is not, not a good sign, man. Everybody's like, oh, Kareem Martin. He's a, he, you know, he, he just hasn't reached his potential. He's not in the right spot. And you were like, who the hell is Kareem Martin? I don't know this guy. I'm like, okay, that sucks. Oh, well. oh it's a system guy, you know. Favorite kind of players. It's all about production on a field. Uh, <laughs> big blue balls at Giants Chit Chat. Jerry, would you rather have Van Noy and Williams or Clowney? Oh, I love these questions. Chris, would you rather have Jones or Anthony Harris and a second-level cornerback like a Prince or whoever you like? All right, you go first. So would you rather have Byron Jones or Anthony Harris and a second-level guy? Byron Jones. All right, nice. And I, Van Noy and Williams or Clowney? Oh, that's a tough one. Put me on the spot. Banks might be listening. <laughs> Clowney. Sorry. I'm all in. I'm all in on Clowney. It is what it is. I want Williams and Clowney, but if you make me choose, I'd rather have... Uh... You might get that wish too, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Isaiah Simmons season at NYG Burner. What is your dream free agency? Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's too ambiguous, bud. Uh, all right, how about first two rounds of the draft, Chris? What do you want? Um, well, I'm not... I want defense and I want offensive tackle. Yeah, yeah. There's no... Listen, I don't want to hear anything about center wide receiver, anything like that. It has to be offensive tackle and defense, the first two picks. Has to be. Yeah. All right. You agree? Yeah, I, I'm not as... No, sorry, do you agree with that? No, no, no. I, 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 if you don't build the offensive line, especially in a draft that has strong tackles, and, can, and, and not do it this year, like, I, when are we going to do it, right? Like, are we really going to go through another year where our quarterback's getting killed and Saquon's running for his life? No. So I agree with you. We got to get a tackle, whether it's with a, you know, if we trade down and get a set, use a second pick for it. I, I don't care. We got to get one of those tackles, right? Where I, I disagree a little is I'm not going to be upset if they took a center in the second round. Like if they took a, a tackle in the first and one of the, a, a center that they have highly ranked in the second, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be distraught over that okay. if, they, if they just fill, filled in uh, free agency with a bunch of defense. So that's all. That's the only thing. Hey, that's fair enough, dude. Fair enough. Now, on that theory, though, you, you're just they, – they fill some spots free agency, you're yes, saying, right? Yes, yes, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It's not like just one free agent signing on the defense and then oh, they draft no. the center. Oh, no, no, no. They got to give right. me – they're giving gotcha. me Littleton. They're giving me Clowney. They're giving me Byron Jones. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, well, that's lot. fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That Definitely, that's fair. Um, <laughs> these guys asking these personal questions are funny. Would you rather give up Italian food and golf for life or paint your house equals green? Uh, you guys are awesome. Fuzz. Uh, let's see. Mm, here we go. Oh, nice. There you go. Playing videos back there? Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> Mark Bon Jovi, who I think is related to John Bon Jovi, by the way. Um, what can we expect to see? More and less from Jones with Garrett calling the plays. That's a good question. And we're assuming right now that, Jones, that Garrett will be calling the plays. We're not going to have a head coach. We're not doing this again where we have a head coach calling the plays. We hate that. So I guess what do we, what do we expect to see more and less of with Jones? I mean, I'll try it first. I, I think you're going to see more RPOs, right? Like we yeah. saw it in the Tampa game. And I don't think we saw it again until the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing, right? I mean, that's an easy yeah. one. I don't know if I think, you know, yep, yep. I Dak like to do that too, you know. So yeah, I expect to see that. Yep. Yeah. Lisa at So Bad Six, who I think ordered a new Eli Manning bobblehead already. I feel like we're going to make one big splash in free agency. Who do you guys think it will be? Also, the second tier free agents will be interesting. Anyone you guys are hoping for? Yeah, we're kind of covering that already. Chris. Um, yeah. We, I, I, I guess I will ask you because I don't know if I know. If you, if we, who do you think we will get uh, in that top tier of free agents? Like, who's the one guy you think it will happen? Littleton. Okay. Yeah, I figured that was it. All right. Here we I'm go. Sorry, bud. I, I know you want me to say Connie, but no, I'm going to no, go. No, no, no. I, I knew you were going Littleton. That's been your, you know, you, look, you're, you're pretty consistent, right? You, you've been consistent with that one from the start. You've been talking about Littleton for 
weeks, if not seemingly months, since the season ended. So I, I knew that was going to be it. I'm, I'm not disappointed. Uh, and I would love Littleton, the guys. I, I Trust me, I will drink the Kool-Aid when these guys start getting signed. So uh, Dan Houseman at D-House, I generally disagree on the anti-17th game takes. Why isn't there more objection to the expanding the playoffs where up to four teams would be exposed to an extra game, higher intensity for a fraction of the pay to make a regular season? That's a good question. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I why, against it. What are you talking about? He's saying like, why? Why isn't there more objection to it? Because people want to see more playoff games. I think. I yeah, don't. But... So what it is too, Dan. And I have to be honest with you. I didn't notice. I didn't realize this. So somebody pointed it out on Twitter. Because I put on Twitter after it came out that this game. I think next year it's going to be starting, Jerry. Seven teams, right? Jerry. Yeah. I think next year they're kicking that up, right? Uh, is it twenty twenty one? Is it? I thought it was next season they wanted to do it. Okay, oh, anyway. I, I thought it was 2021, dude. Maybe you're right. Okay, I'm sorry. So, I didn't realize, Jerry, that I put on Twitter, I said, oh, my God, all you're going to have is seven and nine teams in now and this and that. And somebody pointed out to me, nah, Chris, actually, there will only be like one or something like that as far back as 2003, something like that. And I was like, whoa. Which goes to show you how many nine and seven teams don't make it or eight and eight teams, whatever it might be. Even ten and six teams, right? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> that haven't made the playoffs. So, Honestly, I like the way it is. That makes football unique. Six teams each conference. Uh, but I can live with the seven teams. I, I could live with the seven teams. I cannot live with the 17 game. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, same. Uh, you know, we, we've discussed that before. Um, and, but, you know, um, that I'm sure the players have to March 12th to sign the CBA, agree to it, not agree to it. We'll see what happens. Chris, I got to say, I think we have some of the smartest giant fan Twitter followers out there. I mean, this next question should be question of the year so far. Bravo to you, Sal New York at G-Man fan. How did it go from players, from no players wanting to come to the Giants with Gettleman to every free agent wanting to be a Giant? Ah, buddy. Boom. I wish we could give you an award or I had Mm. tickets because you'd get them this week. That Mm -hmm. is, you're right. And it's it's not a question. It's a statement, I think. And... Yeah, it's because it's money. We've always said it. Chris has said it a million mm-hmm. times. Money, money, money. Mm-hmm. George Young, when players say it's not about the money, it's about the money. So there you go. Yeah, and it was actually buffoons in the media that actually wrote that. Oh, nobody wants to come here because of Gettleman. It might have been one of the dumbest things I ever read in my life. Okay? Yeah, right. It's all about the money. Some of these questions, man. You guys, the comments are hilarious. Since we know Jerry loves clowning, they start off with Christian Herrera. Uh, let's go to good, good enough sports. Uh, do you think there's any possibility that the Giants go after JPP or Prince of Mukamara in free agency? Hashtag buffoon. Nope. Not even Prince, huh? Nope. You sound like you know that one, buddy. Like you got some inside information there. No, no, I would tell you if I did, but okay. no, I don't. I don't see either one. No. Especially JPP. <laughs> yeah, no, I, know, I, I figured they that. They got him out of here. Yeah. Forget about that. Yeah, I figured that one. <coughs> no to that one. Uh, Frank Seattle at Frank Seattle. I wound up on the cutting room floor the last few weeks meeting his questions, so I need to step up my game. With a dearth of leadership defensively, who is your choice for most attractive free agent who would step right in as a leader? Hashtag buffoon crew. Hashtag, hashtag <laughs> where's the love, Jerry? Good stuff, Frank. Yeah, I mean, out of those free agents, like, who, who would come in? Like, Clowney, to me, is, is not a I, – I want him here, but he's not like a – he's not Lawrence Taylor. He's not a, a Carson, right? He's not a leader of men. Um, it'll, it'll be Corey. It'll be Corey Littleton. He'll come in, he'll be calling the plays, and he'll be taking over the defense. I love, <clears throat> I love the confidence you have with that. I'm just telling you. you know, he'll be in there. He'll be in that middle. He'll be calling the plays. He'll be, he'll, he'll be taking over. <laughs> Lane Pearson. Who would you rather have on your staff, Lombardi and Landry or Parcells and Belichick? <laughs> Hashtag UK buffoon crew. Uh-huh. Parcells and Belichick, by the way. <laughs> flip a coin. Uh, yeah, Parcells and Belichick, probably. Flip a coin? Well, I, I, can't, I can't diss Lombardi and, and Landry. I mean, my God. I, I feel like I'm insulting every Giant fan over 80. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be I, – I don't know. They were innovators of the game, so it's hard to say. That's all. I'm sorry. I just think I don't think you can make a wrong decision there. I don't, no, want, to, I don't want to argue that, about Lombardi and Lancer. No, that you can't. You can't make a wrong decision there. Uh, let's see. Oh, good question, Agent X. 
at Agent X six zero two one. What do you think of the possibility of, of of us getting our blue chipper in round mm-hmm. one and then using our second round pick to drop down and pick up assets instead? Hashtag buffoon crew. Not a scenario people brought up. It's a very good question and it's a possibility, man. That's that's a. It's funny. We always look at that first pick as the one you trade down. Hell, maybe it's the second round. Like we, you said it, right? Like in that second round, like I'm like, I, I said, I'm okay with a center. You know, you want someone defensively, whether it's, you know, that second tier of linebackers, a kid from Alabama, was it Murray? Someone like that, I'm just thinking, who will probably fall down that low. Um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's definitely a, a possible scenario, but I, it's something I haven't thought about. Um, what? Trading down in the second round, Jimmy? Yeah, like taking your guy mm-hmm. at four. Well, if they're going to do that, they got to get that third round pick, man. Get him has to do something to get that third round pick, man. Yeah. Chris at Mr. Underscore C Breezy. How do you feel about the Giants signing Josh Rosen this offseason? We need a capable backup, in my opinion. Hashtag buffoon crew. Tanny isn't it. I don't think it's going to be Josh Rosen. <laughs> Josh we, Rosen? <laughs> we've, we've been pretty consistent um, <clears throat> with Josh Rosen and, and took, took a little bit of heat because – Look, I said I knew someone personally who spent time with him and felt like he wasn't engaged in football. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, my, my one experience is a good friend of mine who spent time with him who felt like, I don't know if football is his number one priority, right? Like, Parcells, to, to go back to your boy, Chris, Parcells would sit guys down and say, give me the three most important things in your life. And he said, football does not have to be one. It could be family. It could be God. It could be whatever. But if it's not in your top three, yeah, I don't know. If, um, it's a, it's a, he looked at it as a demerit, right, for a guy who was drafted. So he'd, he'd ask that question of a lot of the, the college kids or all the college kids. And I just felt like based on what I knew of Rosen, he wasn't engaged in football um, like, uh, you know, like, like, a, like a Darnold or a, a, a Josh Allen. So that's, again, my experience, what I know. And uh, I kind of stand by it, right? He's, he's on his second team. He's going to be on his third team sooner or later. So I don't, I don't really want him um, as a backup. That's all. No, not unless he's going to give out stock tips to uh, some of the Giants. That's other the, than and that, that's, no, and that's the point, right? Right. There you go. Look at you. Nice yeah. job. Good reference there, pal. Come on, he couldn't. Come on, he couldn't beat out Ryan Fitzpatrick last year. Give me yeah, a break. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it speaks volumes. Right. Um, here's a good question. I saved it. It was a, a direct message. I, I, I apologize for not saying the name because I don't have it. I just copied the message. When you guys send me messages during, send us messages during the week, um, I ju- I'll cut and paste it because I know we're going to end up, we clean out our, our direct messages, so I deleted it, but I have this still. Um, here's my question. What are the must-have pieces in free agency that need to be addressed before we can really consider Simmons at four? Um, look, I, I, I don't... Oh, we've discussed that. Yeah, so we, we covered that. I mean, it's, it's you know, we're going to add a lot of defense, I think. Like we said, Gettleman's going to take his the best guy... He, who he thinks is the best player available. And if it's Simmons, it's Simmons. If it's not, it's going to be somebody else. But no, we're, we're going to spend hopefully a lot, of, uh, a lot of money on this defense, and then we can pick uh, the best player. Rio Kasun. Hey, guys. Chase Claypool, exclamation point. Chris <clears throat> loves him. What yeah. scenario do you see the Giants have in getting their hands on this Canadian phenom? Thanks for taking my question. Hashtag Canadians bleed blue. Hashtag buffoon crew. Good stuff, buddy. There you go. Who's that? Who's who sent that, Jerry? Rio Kasun. Oh, there's one smart human being right there who sent that question. Um, yeah, no. Listen, he's going to be a second round pick, Claypool. Now, man, um, and I don't see the Giants going in with him in the second round. So, unfortunately, you know. But um, yeah, whoever gets him is going to get a nice athlete. I tell you that right now. Wish yeah. we could get him. Wish we could get him, bud, but we have too many holes to fill. Yeah, and um, the, the scenario that we could see is if we, if we don't believe in Evan Ingram and trade him for a pick. That's what I would think. That's the only scenario I would think. You know, would you know what's pretty funny, Jerry? Speaking of Evan Ingram. Yeah. Um, do you remember last year the trade, de- trade deadline? Who was the one who told you, hey, dude, watch out for Evan Ingram? Chris Bizignano with the Giant Insider Podcast. Right. Now I see everybody seems to be writing that, right? Yeah. Now I notice that on Twitter a lot. Oh, you know what? Ingram's name might be popping up in trade talks. <laughs> right. Um, look, his foot's in a boot still. Um, but he's supposed to be back for training camp. But I'm going to stick to it again. Yeah. Okay? I'm going to stick to it again. They'll be shocked if Gettleman looks to move Evan Ingram. Yeah. 
That's all I'm saying. I've been saying it for you since last October, right? And it wouldn't surprise me if they if they move him, you know. So I'm not I'm not crowning Caden Smith the heir apparent, but Caden Smith gives them so much more flexibility to do that too. You you, you can't go in with all right, Caden Smith's our guy. I would I like Caden Smith a lot, but he gives you the flexibility of saying all right, if we trade Evan Ingram and then we take a a rookie uh, like a like your boy from uh, Notre Dame um, who has a lot of speed. Can we? Jason Witt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know. I'm yeah. That is, I've said this before, man. I am not opposed to it. I admit it. Uh, so I know Giant fans want to probably kill me for that one, but I'm not. I would love to see him score against Dallas for once. Uh, John I. Leggio, good question here, John. Any grumblings or word on what the Giants and the Golden Camp are thinking? Hashtag buffoon crew. So Marcus Golden, Chris. Well, I could tell you this is all I could tell you is that they both really like each other. What I mean by that is Golden really liked it here. He told me that numerous times. Yeah, he, he, he likes it here. He would like to remain a giant, but it's all about economics now. Yeah. It's a business, Jerry. We know that, right? So um, the Giants really like Marcus Golden too. They love everything he brought to the table, Jerry. Everything from his play on the field yeah. to his attitude in the locker room. Good locker room, dude. I got to know Marcus pretty good last what's he, year. What's he going to cost? You figure he's going to cost, in today's market, 10-sack guy, probably around 13, right? 12, uh, 13. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, Jerry. What, what do you think? I, well, I, I don't think, know. I, th- I think I'm it might be more now. If, if Clowney's asking for 23, Golden's going to say, hey, I got 10 sacks. <laughs> like, well, I don't know. He yeah. might be asking for high teens. Who knows? Yeah. You know, and, and you talk about Marcus Golden. He's a guy who had like 27 quarterback hits too, with like 17 tackles for a loss. So, I mean, he was active. Yeah. He was active, yeah. you know. Um, so I, you figure 12, 13 a year he's going to be looking at, right? Yeah. Um, they do like each other. Both sides like each other. Gelman and the Giants liked him. Golden liked the Giants. Everything about the organization. Now it all comes down to, you know, economics. So how much the Giants like him as far as money-wise. And Golden's going to do what he has to do for his family and his future. So we'll see. Wouldn't surprise me to see him back, though, Jerry. Would not surprise me. Yeah, I think I think most Giant fans would be happy with it. They liked him. He turned out to be a very good prove-it contract last year for the Giants. Yep. So yep. three more um, coming up on oh, just over an hour. So uh, Moto. <laughs> no question here. I just want to shout out from you guys so I can brag to my brother, LOL. Well, I can't believe that would make you – I can't believe that us – Giving you a shout out would give you, uh, I guess, legitimacy to, to shout out to your brother, to, to brag to your brother. But nice job, Wazimoto. Here it is, buddy. We, we give you a shout, shout out. out. Shout <laughs> out, Wazi. Good stuff, man. Um, Rupert Pupkin at Bon Bon 25. These names are hilarious. Would you guys ever think about consistently having guests on the show? I absolutely love the content now and recommend the podcast to all my Giants friends. Thank you. But I feel like it would be great to see Chris pick the minds of football guys around the league as it relates to the New York Giants. Well, that's funny you say that because me and Jerry have been discussing that now. Right, yeah. Jerry? Go ahead. Fix it up, bud. I'm sorry. No, no, absolutely. Um, it's going to be something we're adding uh, in the coming weeks and months. Um, probably months, right? I mean, we're going we're gonna, to, like I said, we're going to have Dave Syverson on before the draft. That's one guy. Um, we're already working on other guys. I, I like, like, good point. I want to see Chris uh, in action um, talking to whoever it could be. <laughs> Uh, maybe a player and uh, you know, Chris is always respectful. I'm just kidding, but it would be, it would be funny to see that interaction. So no, it's something that we are, we are definitely working on and it will happen uh, eventually this year, one way or the other. So soon, yeah, probably sooner than later, right. We're going to work on it. And, and obviously during the season, we'll have players on um, and we'll have other guests on and it should be good, Jerry. Uh, I think people really like it, you know? Yep. And um, Hey, yeah, hopefully some other things happen with me and you, and people are like that too. But we, we're not going to get into that right now. But, yeah, that's something we're definitely going to be looking into. Yep, yep. Could be good stuff, buddy. <laughs> One more. <laughs> Joe Fees or Joe Faze, what do you think will be the biggest difference in the team with this new coaching staff? Interested to see what effect they will have this season. So it's a – it's a, you know, like a maybe it's, it, it requires a huge dissertation of an answer, Chris. But overall – what do you think is going to be the biggest difference between the Pat Shermer-led Giants mm. and the Joe Judge Giants? Attention to detail. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Attention to detail. Every little thing yep. that goes towards winning a NFL football game 
Okay, will not be overlooked. Joe Judge, I'm sure, learned from the master. Belichick, would, he might look in the sky before a game and see some plane a thousand miles away and go, oh, why is that plane there a thousand miles away? Uh, that's, you know, it, nothing was overlooked with Belichick. <laughs> and I'm, I'm expecting that from Judge. Yeah. Every little attention to detail. The players will have everything covered so they could be prepared to play at 1 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon and defeat another team. Do you understand what I'm saying with that, Jerry? A thousand percent, pal. Absolutely. I think one, right. one A, one. That's one, and one A is that there's no scholar. Like Carl Banks likes to say all the time, no scholarships in this league. Yeah. So if you're playing like crap, guess what? You're out. You're on the sideline. Get so somebody to, else in there who could play. So to your point, the Nate Solder contract won't mean a damn thing if someone else is there that can be better. Yes. Right, good point. All right. And if you're struggling. If you give some half, you know what, effort on a tackle, okay, yeah. if you're getting toasted or you can't block a guy up front yeah. or maybe, you know, your girlfriend didn't call you the night before so you really don't feel like being out there on a Sunday afternoon, guess what? Your butt's going to be on the sideline. Uh, that's good stuff. No? No, that's great. Yes, <laughs> I think you're right. I love it. All right? Awesome. Uh, I mean, I'm sure Joe Judge learned that from the master himself, Belichick. Uh, you ever watch Bill Belichick videos of him in practice, Jerry? Yeah. I mean, he could be a star. He'd be up to like, what are you doing? I mean, he'd be like, well, are you kidding me with that? You, you know? You know? Yeah, I know. I mean, I was. you never saw that with Pat Shermer. No. I was there no. at every practice. You never saw that with Shermer. Yeah. It was just too much of, oh, yeah, what's, you know, I'm sorry. Not, that is going to be the big difference. You know, we always go back to it. Real quick, I'll just add this. We always go back to it, and I, I apologize for always going back to Parcells and Belichick, but look, that's when we had our best coaching, right? Even Tom Coughlin didn't go at, you know, the stars on the team that much. You didn't see him yelling at Justin Tuck ever. You didn't, and not that Tuck deserved it, but I'm sure once in a while Tuck did something wrong. I mean, Belichick would go at Banks. Belichick would go at LT, Sims, giant greats. <laughs> not giant goods. Giant greats. And yell at them and rip them, Burt, Martin. And you know, it's not like you root for that, but the good thing about it is no one is untouchable, right? Like, and, and that was the thing. Like, Lombardi did it with Star. He was like, look, if I can yell at Bart Star, I can yell at everybody. And yeah. I, I think that's effective. I think not belittling a guy, but saying, no. hey, look, correcting him in front of everyone, saying, hey, look, this is my star, and he did something wrong here, and I'm pointing it out to everybody, and I'm going to point it out to you when you do it wrong. So, I don't know. I, I, I think it'd be I think it's something that um will be welcome back here, buddy. That's all. Yeah, I agree, man. So you gotta see a you'll be you'll be seeing a big difference from the first practice on, in my opinion, Jerry. Good stuff, so. man. Anything else you wanna add? No, that's it, man. Well thanks. I, I'm good, for, man. Thank you for getting through it, pal. I'm not kidding. No, no, come on, stop. I'm I'm fine. All right. Fine. All right, guys. To order a subscription. Wait a minute. There's an ambulance at my household. <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna only kid. Yeah, are you on are you on medication or is it just viral? Oh a Tamiflu, this pill, that ah, who the hell knows? Doesn't do nothing. Good. <laughs> All right, guys, to order a subscription to the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download the Giant Insider app from the App Store. Uh, we will drop again next week, probably at the end of the week again, because it's just before the start of free agency. I'll probably um, profess my love to Jadeveon Clowney again. I, I, I'll, I don't care. I'm man enough to admit that. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be in full buffoon mode where I think we're going to sign Clowney, Littleton, Byron Jones, Jack Conklin, and we're going to remake <laughs> yeah. this whole team. Yeah, anybody else? <laughs> exactly. So I'll be in buffoon mode. Anything else? You, you do know there's 31 other teams out there, right? <laughs> I, I know, and I, I will I will disregard that completely. Okay, I got gotcha. you. be a fan, so. Gotcha. Anything else, buddy? No, man. Good stuff. We'll talk next week. We'll be close to the free agency. Uh, be good stuff, man. All right, guys. Remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>